Welcome to Social Minute, podcast that looks at social network minute by minute. Today we're going to be covering minute number 114, which goes from an hour 53 to an hour 53.59. And this is the final minute of the film to feature any dialogue. Uh, we start off with Mark talking about farm animals. <laughs> and, and it's, I, I mean, if, if you only watch this minute in isolation, it's a bit of a weird start. Um, and then we get this whole thing where Mark and Marilyn talk about how, you know, he was drunk and angry and stupid and blogging. Um, and then, of course, you know, he says, you know, she says basically pay them. You know, it's a speeding ticket. Uh, so obviously at, the, at this point, she already kind of knows how much uh, Facebook is worth. Um, and then, of course, Mark asks if anyone would mind if he stayed and used the computer. And it's kind of funny because it's like, that's pretty much all he's been doing anyway throughout the film. Like, you keep seeing him on the computer anyway. So I don't know that anyone's going to, like, kick him out of this office um, if probably what is their wealthiest client is like, can I stay for five minutes and use my laptop? I don't I don't know that anyone's going to go, oh, no, sorry, billionaire who's paying all of our bills. Please get out of this building. Um, although I think probably the Facebook office would probably be a nicer place for him to do his work because this glass office is a little bit exposed. Um, uh, Marilyn says, I don't think it's a problem. And then they have a little exchange about whether or not Mark Zuckerberg is, of course, an asshole. And then we get a quick shot uh, of um, Mark's newsfeed. And that is where the minute finishes. Uh, we'll see what he's looking at on the newsfeed tomorrow. And joining me to talk about today is Megan Tripp. Hello, Megan. Hello. Um, yeah, so this is basically the kind of the last bit of dialogue in the film. Uh, you know, we have Rashida Jones uh, leaving the film. Uh, literally, like I said in the previous minute, she, I don't know why she was there. Uh, she just seems to have kind of popped her head in to basically sum things up, um, you know. And I think we also get a very, this is a very sorkin thing to do where... Mark says, I was drunk and angry and stupid. Uh, Sorkin does this thing where he does lists with ands in, which I'm not a fan of. You know, there's <laughs> we invented the comma for a reason there, Aaron. Um, and then, of course, she adds and blogging and he repeats and blogging. And that is like such a Sorkin thing to do, to have a character kind of list stuff and somebody else add to the list. And then the first person just repeats that. Um, so it's a bit of a kind of Sorkinism. Um, and then I kind of like how, you know, Marilyn sums it up and says, you know, pay them in the grand scheme. It's just a, a speeding ticket. And then she says, that's what Cy will tell you tomorrow. So we kind of get the impression that, you know, she was kind of sent up there <laughs> by the partners to be like, tell him to settle. Yeah. <laughs> like, as wonderful as we find it spending six hours a day listening to him <laughs> be a hilarious wit, you know, and as much as this is, you know, we're getting a lot of billable hours in here. Just have him settle and everything will go away. We can get our money and we can kind of move on. Um, and so it, this, you know, it does feel like she's softened just a tiny bit and is kind of almost revealing like her, her kind of true colours as if to say, you know, all the stuff that she said in the previous minute about, you know, voir dire and the jury and all that kind of stuff was kind of just leading up to the fact that basically Sai has probably sent her up there to just say, tell Mark to settle, you know, convince him that he can't win. Uh, which I think is something we all kind of knew from the beginning. You know, every time we see Mark kind of in this deposition being a bit snarky, I think we've kind of thought he's not going to, that's not going to play well in front of a jury. <laughs> like he's yeah. not going to be good in the, the witness stand. And uh, and so I I think it's kind of interesting that, you know, like she kind of basically kind of gets to the, the kind of nub of this, which is Sai's going to tell you to settle. 
just settle you know like however much money you're making now however much money it's going to cost you it's not going to be a huge amount of money like it might be a huge amount of money to normal people but for you it's going to be a drop in the bucket yeah this is it you know to an about to be billionaire 65 million which is obviously the you know the amount that he will eventually sell for that's not going to be a huge amount of money so you know just pay it also going to court is going to sully your company's name and you don't want that <laughs> yeah yeah i mean there's a there's a reason why i mean you know there are obviously uh, you know up until this point there have been like a number of um you know like kind of tech giants that had you know spent years and years and years kind of legislating things you know like both google and you know google aol microsoft all of these companies spent years kind of uh, getting into lawsuits about patents and in particular you know microsoft got into this huge kind of tussle with aol over the fact that AOL Messenger was not compatible with Windows 98 or whatever and it cost them millions and it went on for years and in the end it made neither side look good um you know right. like Apple sued Samsung over the idea of camera phones which sounds rounded ridiculous corners wasn't it oh yeah cameras okay. yeah just the idea wasn't there something to do with rounded corners too yeah there was yeah there was a lawsuit as well i think that was samsung sued apple over rounded corners or like yeah but like yeah. yeah but like just the idea of putting a camera in a phone was an idea that they spent seven years suing each other about um <laughs> and so like you know all the idea of a touchscreen was something that like samsung right. sued apple about like just putting a touchscreen on a phone suddenly became an idea that people felt was worthy of suing and so mm-hmm. marilyn is kind of almost saying look just write them write them a check that's it problem solved <laughs> and you know it's it's going to be hard to imagine like that anybody else would be able to come forward with lawsuits like you know it's not like it's not like it's going to be with like microsoft or google or apple or anybody else like you know they're constantly defending themselves from various lawsuits because of the stuff they do whereas i think she's kind of basically almost summing up and saying look you invented facebook facebook exists that's it like there's the like the people who were there at the beginning 10 years ago or whatever can sue you over it but anybody else that's it there's no way that anybody else can sue you now other than for you know breaching data and whatever <laughs> like that's a but that's a whole separate issue but at this point like these lawsuits now the ones that you're doing they just got to be settled you know um and you know that's what Sai is going to tell you and obviously you know listen to him and just do that and it feels like that's what they've sent her up there to say um yeah. and now she can go back down and join them and finish off her stake of whatever's been you know ordered um mm-hmm. and it's it's worth saying as well that, you know rashida jones um you know she's obviously very charming and you know this is kind of uh, you know it, it's basically the kind of typical aaron sorkin character who just delivers kind of exposition a little bit you know like she's kind of all the stuff about voir dire as as well delivered as that was it's basically telling you what voir dire is. And if you if you don't if you know what voir dire is, you're like, Yeah, I know what voir dire is. Don't tell me about jury selection. I already know this. Um, you know, I watched the uh, explosive Grisham film Runaway Jury. I understand how juries work. You don't need to tell me about it. You know, John Cusack was a charming person in that film, as was Rachel Weiss. You know, Gene Hackman was explosive. I already know all this about juries, but she's basically kind of giving you like the primer on this is what voir dire is, this is what juries think, and you know, that's kind of like a very kind of, you know, Sorkin thing to do, uh, especially to have it delivered by a woman. Um, you know, he seems to enjoy having women be uh, exposition machines. Exposition. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, but I still think Rashida Jones did like a really good job with this this role. You know, like it's not it's not much of a role, but she kind of is is kind of charming enough that certainly by the time the film finishes, you're like, first of all, who is Army Hammer and who is his gorgeous looking twin? 
but also who is <laughs> Rashida Jones? Like, you know, you get to the end of the film yeah. and, and she's one of the kind of standout characters. Um, but also who is Rooney Mara and who was that person in the middle of the film who looked a lot like, you know, a young um, Melanie Griffiths, um, you know, and so I think the film, you know, it has a lot of young talent and I think, you know, Rashida Jones does a really yeah. good job kind of in an almost thankless task of, you know, kind of delivering exposition, um, you know, uh, and right up to the very end, kind of, um, you know, massaging Mark's ego one final time before she Is leaves. Is this, yeah. Is this where she says, I don't think you're an asshole, Mark. I think you're trying to be, but I do think you're trying to be one. Yeah, she says, you're not an asshole, Mark. You're just trying so hard to be. Those are the final words of this film. Yeah. Um, I think when I first saw this movie, I was like, <laughs> maybe not 100% on board with that message, but like more okay with it. Uh, you know, especially since we'll see what Mark gets up to in the next minute, who he's looking up and how that's so different from what Sean is like and how he treats pretty much everyone is like disposable. And so it's like, Oh, see, Mark is so different from Sean. And so he's trying to like join these elite groups and he's trying to be like all these other people who are like thinking they're so much above people and are assholes. And he's like at the heart of it, like a sweet guy who got caught up in things. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, no, <laughs> no, he isn't though. Um, you know, he he could have done things differently than he did. And he is, you know, responsible for running the business in the way that he did. So, you know, if you see that as like a heartless thing to do to your friend, then like you don't get a pass and being like, oh, well, actually it was Sean and, and, and Mark was just like enamored. And, and, and so Mark has no agency. He's just a little puppy. Like he's, <laughs> he's not a little puppy. He, he engaged in, you know, these business dealings and he, he came out ahead and thinks he's do everything he's gotten. Like you can't really have it both ways. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it's funny because obviously, you know, it's prefaced with this little thing where he said, you know, do you think anyone would mind if I stayed and used the computer for a minute? And she's like, I can't imagine that would be a problem. And then, of course, he says, I appreciate your help today. I don't know that she's helped him that much. All she's done is basically tell him, by the way, you're going to have to settle tomorrow morning. Um, you know, other than that, she's just occasionally asked him questions about, you know, how great Facebook is and how wonderful he... Like, you know, her first kind of dialogue is when she she kind of confuses how many hits... Uh, face mash got and he kind of gets a chance to correct her and be like no 15,000 like you know so mm -hmm. and then after that she you know there's a whole kind of dialogue where he's talking about you know um, you know how, how they've got Facebook in in you know Bosnia but they don't have roads and she's kind of wowed by that as well so I don't know that she's been particularly helpful <laughs> I think she's mostly kind of massaged his ego at every turn um, and then here yeah. she gets to kind of go out on this thing of like you're not really an asshole you're just kind of you know trying to be like you know the people who we saw at the beginning of the film you know who have all the kind of parties at the kind of finals clubs you know like that's you know those guys are clearly assholes like we we've seen them like <laughs> like you know right we've seen what they do you know and then she's trying to say but you're not like them mark and it's like well he did create a website that compared women you know like, <laughs> like he did steal all yeah. the facebook photos from everybody in the entire of like harvard's freshman year and put them on the internet for people to compare 
Um, although it's worth saying, but don't forget he was he was drunk and angry, and which, as we know, blogging. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes everything you do while drunk and angry totally acceptable. Yes, because <laughs> you can say, "But hey, I was drunk and I was angry. I wouldn't have done that <laughs> misogynist behavior had I been more sober or less angry." <laughs> yeah, and it was the thing is as well. It was like ten o'clock on a Tuesday, so it's like maybe I don't know get a grip on your drinking problem first before you start uh, you know, <laughs> blogging if you're drinking that much on a Tuesday. I guess it is college, so uh, we can kind of forgive it. Yeah. But still, yeah, like he, the, the excuse is kind of given there by both Mark and Marilyn of like, you know, he was drunk and angry and stupid and blogging. And, you know, it obviously once we get to the next minute, it will kind of circle it back around to the opening. Um, but yeah, like this kind of, this thing of like, you're not as much of an asshole as everybody else. Uh, I think is not completely true. Like we've obviously seen Mark Zuckerberg in public since this film came out. So we all kind of understand now that he probably is about as much of an asshole as everybody else. Um, You know, (laughs) I mean, let's not forget like the opening altercation with him and Erica is about the fact that he thinks that Erica has been having sex with the doorman and that's how they got into the bar. Like not that like she's it's just somebody that she knows and she's obviously you know friends with him it's that there was some kind of relationship Mm -hmm. there and so you know that that like that's how he thinks and you know i don't think that his thinking kind of changes that much you know as a character he kind of ages about five years over this film but i i don't know that the kind of mark zuckerberg who is about to spend you know the next kind of minute uh attempting to reconcile that um you know is you know kind of as as we can kind of forgive him as much as as kind of Marilyn is almost asking the audience to forgive him um although it's worth saying of course halfway through the film he ran into Erica and he did try to talk to her to apologize um but you know she did not want that apology um and then that made him you know vengefully um expand to Boston University which is kind of <laughs> you know the, I, I'm sure that's like a Klingon proverb you know revenge is best served by expanding your Facebook into Boston University so that Erica Albright will see you um right <laughs> but uh yeah so it's I don't know it, it like it feels like he has done some kind of asshole moves throughout the film uh, but the film then always compares them to the other bigger assholes that are standing next to him <laughs> and so um right. in some cases you know like the Winklevoy they are worse than him in other cases like Eduardo they seem slightly better than him um, so you know, but it's it's basically a sliding scale. Even Eduardo. I mean, even the Winklevi, they're entitled and they're silly. I think those are their their biggest sins are being, you know, just feeling like, well, it didn't go right for me, and everything goes right for me, and I'm being made to look like a fool, and I don't like that. But <laughs> you know, besides being, you know, stupid and entitled, I don't know that they're necessarily bigger assholes. Yeah. Although, you know, when he when he sees them after doing face mash, um, you know, he says, did I offend your girlfriends? And they, and they both look at each other and go, did they? Did did you? I, like, they don't even know if their girlfriends were featured on face mash. Um, so, like, <laughs> Nor do they care particularly. Yeah. So they seem a little bit kind of. But the funny thing as well is uh, something that I don't think I mentioned during the face mash minutes, which is worth bringing up here, is face mash was not just exclusively comparing women. There was also men on there. He literally did everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, he just didn't do farm animals. 
which is obviously the, <laughs> the thing that he feels will be the the reason why the jury will no longer like him is <laughs> because right right you know, oh, it's a bridge too far yeah <laughs> all they got to do is read out the blog again it's worth restating aaron sorkin made up half of that blog um all he said was, oh he did yeah in essence all he said was erica albright's a bitch Everything after that point for like another two paragraphs was made up by Aaron Sorkin. Um, so, uh, you know, he's he's not as terrible as the kind of creation that Aaron Sorkin came up with. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it does feel like the final words in this film are kind of a salve to to Mark to come almost say, you know, you're not as bad as, as you think you might be. But, you know, yeah, I don't think she's... I would have rather she said you don't have to be the asshole they say you are yeah that's like more positive than saying you're fine never change (laughs) it's like no change go ahead change yeah yeah it feels like there's a step she could have took a little bit further to be like yeah i understand that people think you're an asshole but you you could just not be that like don't right you know prove them wrong (laughs) yeah like try and be really good um you know maybe do that instead of you know, whatever you're currently doing, um, you know, uh, handing people business cards that say I'm CEO, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. Do something else that probably, you know. Um, but yeah. And I, I just kind of like as well the fact that he asks, can I use the computer when it's like, cr- yeah, God, God knows how many billable hours they've got from this guy. But it's like he's literally doing two <laughs> depositions, sizing both of those depositions. That guy is making out yeah. like a bandit. I don't think they'll mind if you use their Wi-Fi for two minutes. <laughs> like, um, yeah. You know, it's I don't, I don't think there's going to be any objections. Um, but at the same time, it's... He seems certainly humbled in that moment in a way that he hasn't been previously. Yeah, yeah. It is nice that he asks. Um, but at the same time, like, what throughout the day or throughout the weeks, however long they've been in there, you know, when they've had lunch breaks and stuff, he's just been sitting there on his laptop anyway. So, <laughs> so um, you know, it feels like he kind of already knows the answer. Um, but it's still nice that he asks and I think it is meant to be you know like kind of a little bit of him kind of uh, being a bit more humble and being like you know can I stay here to use my computer Mm -hmm. Um, you know and then obviously we'll find out what he does on that computer tomorrow is there anything else that needs to be said about this minute do you feel uh no well then let's go to Thursday's question uh which is uh and I have altered this as this has gone on what is your favorite social network and I will say which is the one that you tolerate the most (laughs) um I mean, Facebook is the one that I use the most. Um, I'm in a lot of different groups on Facebook. I did sign up for Mastodon, uh, and I have never signed in again. <laughs> so maybe I'll get back around to that, because that seems like, I don't know, the more um, ethical, less shady in terms of data sharing uh, platform to use. But um, I, I got to be honest, I use Twitter a little bit for my show. I don't use it as a civilian and uh i love instagram which is of course owned by facebook uh just to watch uh cake videos that's all i want i want cake videos i want kinetic machines with marbles and uh cats that's all i want to watch those three things forever (laughs) so instagram is great for that (laughs) i mean have you seen that video of that guy who plays like a marble machine where he has like he's got this musical instrument that like plays a tune but it's done by him moving these things and they send marbles around i think you need to send that to yeah, me it's, immediately you know it's, it's, oh, it's great it's on youtube it's like i don't know it's kind of amazing because it's just like marbles kind of fall down and make noise like they play like the instrument and then they kind of get sucked back up and then sent back around 
Um, and all this guy does is just like turn a handle. Um, so it's kind of amazing. That sounds 100% like yeah. my <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I will definitely send you that then. Um, well, then let's go to plugs. Is there anything that you wish to plug? Um, my podcast is Not Another Bad Movie Podcast. I watch a bad movie and then talk about it. There are always movies from uh, TV channels like the Sci-Fi Channel or Hallmark. And uh, I talk to a friend about it and uh yeah it's a good time you can get it in all the usual places you get podcasts and you can find us on myspace at myspace.com slash social minute or on twitter at social underscore minute or on facebook at social minute podcast thanks for being my guest here today megan thank you and otherwise i'll see you tomorrow